Hey there guys, my name is Nina. And my name is Deb. And welcome back to the house that built me. So if you guys are joining us for the very first time, we're two fast friends who love talking about their weird childhoods all the time. So buckle up, grab a drink, and join us for this crazy ride. Yeah, this podcast explores our origin stories and explains to our family and friends and all your inanimate plants in your house that you sing to because somebody told you that music helps um, Mm -hmm. as to why we are the way we are. Yeah, and usually we don't know what we're talking about when we grab from a magical box of episodes, but today we are starting a brand new segment called The Media That Built Me. So we are going to talk about tropes, topics, and themes that that uh, are rampant are, in our media. That's, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't read what I wrote down. <laughs> and uh, so the segment is where is where we find out if media imitates life or if life imitates media yeah it's an important topic it's everywhere yeah it's still there like 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 production houses are violating covid restrictions for the purpose of pumping media out so we really need to discuss this shit oh i'm gonna add that to the topic okay um array of topics so it's like you had the nfl bubble yeah there's fucking hollywood bubble yes yeah did you hear about that little scandal with like Tom Cruise or losing like his that. shit rightfully so because yeah. people were not socially distancing yeah and they weren't wearing their masks yeah and I was like that's fair that's like totally fair because like he he was kind of right because he's like we're trying our best to follow these rules so that you guys have jobs and you guys have money yeah he's like I'm really lucky like I have millions of dollars like I'm yeah. I'm well known I'm no. making money from movies I made no brag. years ago and you guys just make money from project to project so if we get yeah. shut down again you're fucked yeah I get to go back to my multi-million dollar home. Yeah. And stay in pajamas all day. Yeah. Fucking Tom Cruise. And pray to the Scientologist <laughs> god. Whatever that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he said it. No. Yeah. yeah no. It's it, 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 it's hard. Like, for, for the thing, whole thing about masks and stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like, if you are part of a social circle in which you talk to everybody involved mm-hmm. and you all agreed that we're comfortable with one another and yeah. we won't wear masks when we mm-hmm. meet each other totally fine totes my goats but if you're part of a production house and you're you don't even know the people that you're going to come in contact with and in spite of that knowledge mm-hmm. you say that i'm not going to wear a mask because maybe you're immortal all right maybe you're a pagan god that's ruled the earth for a while and you know you're not going to get sick mm-hmm. for the respect of the other people in your life yeah where you got that mask yeah yeah it's just be respectful it's just being respectful yeah yeah, that's our end of our side ma- quest. That's our mask PSA. Also, um, if somebody uh, is interested, and we would like to know if you could DM us if you want a sweatshirt with side quest written on it, we'll totally do that. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Thank you. I was like, all of the things that we say, I want to turn into sweatshirts and bucket hats and like. No, I veto cases. bucket. I vetoed bucket hats because it's on trend right now and it's gonna go down the fucking drain. I don't want to be another '90s thing because it happened in the '90s and it's back in the '20s and it's gonna come back in the '40s. So okay, fine. We'll just, Sustainable yeah. decisions, Nina. Fine. Okay. Mugs. I, I I'm cool with that. Okay. Plates. <laughs> Okay, side quest. We're, we're, we're too much we're side quest. We're I just want to hear all of your opinions. Okay, so we have an array of episodes that we are going to delve into that uh, touch on different media tropes and topics. So the first one that we're going to do today is rom-coms. Yeah, And if you don't know what that means, romantic comedies. Um, um, we're divided on this subject. I fucking 
loved them. I can't wait. I have a meme already ready for this one. I am fucking ready. To talk about rom-coms? Yeah. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start 90s, 2000s, 2010s? Right now, I can, let's go. Let's fucking go. I'm going to say that I have a deep dislike for rom-coms. Like I, if people want to go for a movie Mm -hmm. and they say that we should go look, go watch this movie and it's a romantic comedy, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, I'm not spending $15 on watching this on the big screen (laughs) to hear some whiny bitches talk about the, the disadvantage, like in the inconvenience of their life because Mm -hmm. this guy didn't text them back. Okay. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. That's fair. That's not like I get enough of that from my friend circle. Right? <laughs> I don't need to pay to see gorgeous people reenact my life. That's fair. I I love them. I will watch them. Even if I'm now beyond the age of the target demographic, I will still watch them. I think I think oh in in some respects rom coms are infinite. Yes. There's no age. But there is. So there's teen <laughs> but there is strong opinions. Right? So there's teen rom coms and there's regular rom coms. I, I love teen rom-coms because it's a life I never got to live. Obviously. Okay, so I, I have a soft spot. Okay, I have I have two soft spots, okay. all right? That's weird. Ignore me. <laughs> um, one of them is teenage rom-coms. I'm yes. talking about Freddie Prince Jr. in all of his infinite glory, from yes. everything from She's All That to um, the other one. I don't remember. Uh, she's All That and... See, because... But for me... Scooby-Doo. Yeah, but I also think of how I uh, I know what you did last summer. Like, oh my God, I love that because one. at at the apex of '90s rom coms yeah. came the apex of '90s slasher films, yes. and all the characters were the same yeah. in every fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why, like, I have I I and I and I love slasher films. Like, okay. it's one of my favorite genres. Other than zombies, it'll be a like a like a murder, a psycho killer with a with a bad weapon yes. running around and people being stupid. Yes. it's one of my favorite movies to watch um but in terms of rom-coms like that's why like 90s mm-hmm. and ethnic rom-coms okay. so my big fat greek wedding yes. is my favorite thing i quoted on a daily basis i'm yes. not even kidding um and and i and i don't think it's because of the romantic comedy element mm-hmm. i think it's because of the familial element in oh, that okay. movie that oh, i okay. enjoy mm-hmm. it's the intricacies of having a family um, that's loud and proud and so soaked in tradition yeah. that you're trying to be a part of, but you never fit in. Like that—that's yeah. me. So that's why I connect with that mm-hmm. specific movie. That's so. a fantastic movie, though. Yeah, that's a fantastic. Movie. It's great, and it and also opened the eyes to certain people who may be like traditionally white weddings and a big band mm-hmm. and have like just generic shit yes. all the time. But then you have all this tradition that comes out mm-hmm. from wherever you are that's so beautiful mm-hmm. and to be able to participate in somebody else's culture yeah. um with respect is one of the greatest things i could do they did a really good job at the movie yeah like i i would say that's probably one of my top rom-com movies what yeah. about any heath ledger rom-com movies um, night's tale 10 Things I Hate About You. 10, th- ten Things I Hate About You falls into 90s teen comedies. Okay, Come fantastic. on. And then Him and Julia Stiles. Yes. Let's Stiles. go. Fucking yes. Yeah. Fucking yes. Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles was my mom's favorite Also rom-com. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, because come on. Yeah. <laughs> love that man. Um, you know, you know what? I, so I love rom-coms. I will watch them to the ends of the earth, but there's some actresses I don't like in rom-coms. And so I sure. won't watch that. So I never watched 500 Days of Summer. 
Oh, even though it's like one of the top. Deschanel is kind of. Zoe Deschanel. Like I watched freaking what's it called? New Girl. I watched New. I watched every episode of New Girl, and I still couldn't get behind her. I was more into the like relationships, and I actually liked uh, Schmidt and Cece's relationship the most because I loved that kind of nonchalant kind of comes off a Don't little bit hate cold. me i haven't watched that's fine know. i'm that's why i'm explaining it so like uh so cc was this beautiful model mm-hmm. and she was cool she was collected she had her life together pretty much and then we had schmidt who was like this neurotic clean freak mm-hmm. guy who would he used to be like a bigger guy and he got like skinny and he got coffee yeah. and all this kind of stuff but he's really good around women and, and things like that he worked at this like advertising company uh, firm and it's like he's the only man on the floor mm-hmm. and like every single time he tries to chime in like the women are just like shut up you have no opinion here. yeah like it's it's really funny um but I liked that kind of like high intense guy who's willing to do anything to get this girl but it's like a little bit too cocky and it's she like kind of weird like, though it's weird but I loved it because okay. like I saw myself as Cece even though I'm not okay. Cece okay but like I I vicariously lived through rom-coms because it's like kind of the romance i've always wanted whether but it's unrealistic it doesn't matter i was also a wee when i was younger and that's why realistic yeah (laughs) i will never be an anime character and that irks me yeah (laughs) and you and and as of right now your life hasn't been a romantic comedy i guess and that irks you well like yeah i don't get to go out on nice cute dates with my boyfriend we just sit at home we watch tv all the time or we play video games and swim pants that's love i don't get to wear fancy to me that's pure affection so here here's fine okay here's my beef (laughs) here's my beef with rom-coms okay Mm -hmm. 90s rom-coms like other than like serious massage like it was horrible she's all that had a horrible timeline like there was a bet involved like it it, It was bad and he'd let and even 10 things i hate about you was Mm -hmm. terrible he was paid to date so the the plot lines the motivations completely suck but Mm -hmm. they're teenagers so you can always be like oh their brains haven't fully developed let's do it to that yes somewhere in the 2000s all the fucking Mm rom-coms um either became like and and i think it's something to do with like um the rise of the the modern feminist movement more like more assertive women who know what they want Mm -hmm. and so i find movies like uh how to get rid of a guy in 10 days how to lose a guy in 10 days that's the one yeah like things like that where where I feel like she was like villainized for her job for wanting to give this service which I thought was an excellent service Mm because sometimes people can be deadbeats and you need to get them out of the house yeah um but but like she was portrayed somewhat like a villain but then she falls for the guy who's who's nonchalant and doesn't go for her bullshit or Mm -hmm. whatever and it's Mm -hmm. just like why? Why couldn't she be a badass bitch? Why couldn't, like, like in the proposal, like, yeah. it started off fucking strong. Sandra Bullock was a high... <laughs> you're just, like, naming all of my favorite ones, and I'm, like, deep down inside, it's like, I see where you're coming from, but no. <laughs> yeah, I was, and it's just, like, Sandra Bullock was a high-level executive who was getting deported, so she <laughs> has a green card. She has a green card marriage with, with the... Ryan Reynolds, yeah, yeah. and a Canadian um, guy, and then she never had a family, which was a sad thought. But and then yeah. like this family adopted her, and then she mm-hmm. had a change of heart. She's like, I will get deported because I'm actually in love, and I don't want to take an advantage. Yeah, and and it's just like so much shit. But they over 
like they speed through the trauma so quickly yeah that's one thing i thought 500 days of summer mm-hmm. um did really well mm-hmm. is that in all of his pain you saw it yes. and that's why it was 500 days that's yeah. more than a year of pining of pain yes. which is more realistic as to how relationships work in yes. our current timeline indie rom-coms are a totally different beast but they also come from books and i feel like they have better um they have better scripts and they have better plot lines yeah because they have something to grab from where it's like those trashy rom-coms like those really bad ones yeah i do get why you're like so frustrated with these like common tropes of like it's either this eager guy deadbeat guy and somehow he gets this amazing career woman who has her life together yeah who's like who's about to break it in in her field Field, after like years of being in it it's like she's next up for promotion blah 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 this blah, blah blah that and it's like then then she has like one hit and this is where it's like where i think you'll hate you don't like them is the hallmark movies i i don't think i've ever sat through a hallmark movies i don't think i would i would want to salt my eyes like i'm using the word assault very liberally no i wouldn't want to like chaos blind myself Mm -hmm. with the atrocities of hallmark movies so hallmark movies all follow the same trope where you have this like super and and it and I don't know why they're still making money, but they're still making money. Where it's like you have this career-driven woman. Yeah. She has like a little hiccup where she has to go home. Something's happened to her family. She has to go back home to her like small town, small town roots. And then she meets the local guy who everybody knows, and he's a sweetheart. He's a- he just recently broke up with his girlfriend. Are you talking about Sweet Home Alabama? (laughs) Right? And he just, like, lost his mom, or he just lost his, like, sweetheart. He's widowed, blah, blah, or he has a kid or something like that. And then, like, they have a head-to-head because they can't see eye-to-eye or something like that. They have a head-to-head because they can't see (laughs) eye-to-eye. And then they fall in love, and then she has to move back, and she realizes that she doesn't want to work in the city anymore, and she comes back home, and, like, that's it. And I fucking love it you know you know um you know how i think they write rom-coms how you know how uh we say like sex dice or a thing like you do like in simpsons they just like they roll the dice and yeah. just like lick eyeballs same thing except all the dice have like weird tropes on them yeah. so it's just a like, career woman mm-hmm. just enfranchised woman yeah some some bullshit like that yeah. aggressive man yeah. unrequited love like that they're just rolling the dice mm-hmm. and seeing what like monster they create i that's i i agree with you but i still love it so I'm gonna bring up to all the boys I loved. Never watched it. It was on. It came out on Netflix. It was like a Netflix exclusive. It's based off of a book, and it's based off of. It, and it was done by a POC, so it was written by a POC. Mm-hmm. And so she's like a Korean American, or she's a Korean. Yeah, she's a Korean American who wrote it, and so the main character is Korean, which was really really nice and like warms my heart. And it's about this girl who wrote like five love letters to a oh, bunch spoilers. of boys. Oh, yeah. Well, no, not really. Like, you can see this is from the trailer. So she wrote five letters to, like, uh, boys that she had fallen in love with. I do air quotes. Okay. And so, but she never sent them. And then, so what ends up happening is that her sister finds them and she sends them out. Ah, that bratty sister. And so then basically all of these boys just kind of come rolling through Mm -hmm. throughout uh, the two movies that have now released. And um, if you don't know, now you know, Peter Kavinsky, I love you. Noah Centino is like has a place in my heart I love that kid he's adorable he's super cute um but it's like a really sweet story of them like coming back together and all this other stuff and then like her going through her insecurities yeah I love it when the main character goes through like some form of insecurities and then 
balloons and then the guy notices her and then they fall in love and then it's amazing because I was super insecure when I was a teenager so I'm just again I live vicariously through these rom-coms you will you always want the makeover montage you yes. want the the bravery montage yeah like something shitty happens mm-hmm. and then she's like crying in her bed and her mom comes and she's just like do you want to talk about it um, and then her mom yeah. like like or mom or dad or mm-hmm. older adult mm-hmm. who with life experience comes in and says yeah. like Nim, 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 nim. life is trash nim, 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 nim. you're better than this nim, 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 nim. In, in in very kind words get over it and then she's yeah. like yes and then that's she does it yeah yes i love those yeah i love those because or you you know what i do hate about some rom-coms is when you have like the older black waitress lady who comes in and gives them advice and then suddenly they get their sassiness and their confidence and i'm just like Yes, black women are magic, but we are not that much magic. Oh. Yeah. There's so many the issues. For me, it's like romantic like. comedy. I'm just like, God, most of the time romance isn't funny. It's painful. So I, And that's what makes it a romantic drama. And then yeah. you have stories like Marriage Story that I thought was excellently done because it was that's actually a, a in like great input like like inner look mm-hmm. as to how marriages can crumble and yeah. what are the motivations because you're just not in the same space yeah right? in and, life well i think it's i think that's also like when you talk about marriage you might be at the same place when you get married but you might be at different places after mm-hmm. or maybe you were at different places before yeah right? you grow things yeah. grow and yeah. you need to make an effort like sometimes what happens the change happens and mm-hmm. you don't even realize and then you re- like you wake up one day and you don't know the person that you married mm-hmm. um but i think at the end of the day is like if you are in in with it mm-hmm. like if if this is what you want mm-hmm. you maybe you need to backtrack and see where that change came from yeah, or yeah. you need to grow with that person mm-hmm. you can't so so why do you think that that they always use a career woman who's like cold-hearted as the main character oh because boss like women in leadership roles are bitches <laughs> or at least that's what we've been thought at a very young age is if you're assertive in the workplace yeah. you're a bitch so which is not true but that's the only way they can portray women because god damn it if you have a timid lady who knows what the fuck she's doing and mm-hmm. she can she can talk to her subordinates mm-hmm. but they're just like oh nobody's afraid of her we can't have her in power oh my gosh okay so uh there was this movie um with uh sally she used to be sally Sarandon. no um you mean the flying nun no, no, no. It's with the. Oh, I wish I, I wish I remembered this, but you just like made me think about it. But it's like this older woman. She works in this workplace. She's a little bit out of place because she's like she's just older than everybody else. But she's really good at what she does, and she has a crush on one of her bosses or one of her coworkers. And she's she. It, I it's know what you I think it's it's not it's not flying nun. She's the flying nun. It's, it's not, an old TV show. No, no, no. It's not the TV show. It's a movie. I know, but Sally Field is the flying nun. called something else no no that's not the movie that you're talking about though no i'm saying sally field yeah. as the actress yes. back in like the freaking 80s yeah. was in a tv show called the flying nun okay I'm, that's what i'm saying oh, okay because i knew you meant sally field yeah. so that's why i said flying nun and it just completely <laughs> threw you off Boy, anyway really i'm probably also butchering it's something nun but anyway okay. But, yeah, so Sally Field is in this movie with Max Greenfield. Yeah, and she's kind of awkward and ditzy with all, like, yeah. the like the crocheted flowers in her hair. Yes! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's the one that I'm talking about. That yeah. is technically a rom-com. But I find that the comedy comes from the 
like literally uh the what's the what's the like the ugh feelings like you know like the cringy the cringy moments the cringy moments and that's where the comedy comes from because we all experienced it and we're just watching somebody else go through it and that's what's funny about it even though we've all been through maybe a version of it and that's where the like i think it's like it's a kind of like a put yourself in front of the mirror and laugh at yourself kind of moment yeah and i i think that's where the comedy comes from because i know that some of those don't have though like they don't have that aspect to it yeah they don't actually they're not funny they're not they don't actually have comedy in it it's not a it's not a comedy movie and it's like it's mostly they're hoping that you cringe laugh at that awkward moment in that movie and Mm -hmm. that's where that comedy is going to come Mm -hmm. from and occasionally i think they have zingers like they might have had like one comedy writer in there who was like yeah like how about they say this instead yeah and it's supposed to be funny and maybe it gets a laugh maybe it doesn't or it just makes somebody cringe. Can uh, sorry to side quest, but can we talk about unrequited love? Like you either just di- that into you? Oh, I have so many. Movies. There's so many fucking movies. So many All movies. of the holiday, Kate Winslet and that other guy who's not Hugh Grant, but the other um, British guy. Jack? No, no, no. Um, Jude, Jude Law. Not Jude Law. Jude Law's in it too, but he's Kate Winslet's brother. Anyway, um, so the holidays, unrequited love. Colin Firth. I'm just gonna no, bring it you're up. just gonna bring British people. No, 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 the other guy. Anyway, 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 anyway. Um, I was I'm keep repeating the fucking holiday because it's unrequited love. But yes. in any of like the maid of honors on my best friend's wedding, or <gasps> yes, um, like like all of these movies where the guy either loves the girl but doesn't tell her until she gets married, or or she's about to get married. And he just doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, you have so yes. much fucking time. Why yes. is this the moment in her life when I think she's finally over you and mm-hmm. falling in love with somebody mm-hmm. else? But then because you were her first love, when you tell it to her as you're walking her down the aisle, because yeah. she asked you to walk her down the aisle yeah. and you say that I love you, she's just like, I'm going to name her future groom Tyler. Tyler, I can't do this. I never stopped loving him. And then everybody pretends it's okay. And then they go fucking have a wedding party. Anyway, I'm like, where the fuck is the tantrum? This is so unrealistic. Do you know what happens when shit like this happens to weddings in real life? Somebody gets stabbed, all right? (laughs) Like, where is any of that? Why are people who are at the tail end of this, because this is mm-hmm. all of Bollywood too. There's so mm-hmm. many fucking stories like that where somebody yeah. goes interrupts a wedding and they're like, I never stopped loving you. Yeah. And they stopped. And then the person that they were supposed to get married mm-hmm. for some reason is super convinced that they're meant to be together then blesses the wedding. Yeah. And I'm just like, bitch, no. Okay, so this is the idea of that if you had unrequited love that you will, if you do everything in your, po- if you do everything that you could possibly do to tell this person that you love them is that it will turn out okay but of course yes in real life it what, doesn't it does not happen happens, that way what happens to that poor cuck who's who's left at the altar gets all the presents i'm always on his no i'm always on his side right That's like fair. i'm always just like bitch no where's your tantrum you deserve everything like you you deserve setting something on fire did, did you ever watch i think it was bride wars i think they did something like that where the brides wanted the same date and they just kept on like 
like uh no like attacking each other and they they just never ended up getting the date and so so that's like the unrequited love like mm-hmm. the guy waiting the last minute until yeah. the girl almost has gone away mm-hmm. to like interrupt and be a dick mm-hmm. the other version is the women unrequited love yes and what will usually happen is that the guy that she's in love with mm-hmm. always strings her along yes. convinces her that she's totally the one for you yeah like 27 dresses like He's just not that into you. Or he she's just not into mm-hmm. you. Or Sex in the City. Um the yeah, whole thing. All of it. Like <laughs> Mr. Big was awful. Anyway. Oh my god, we should do an episode about this. I'm so excited. Okay, um, so no no no. Okay, so, so and, and so then so then with with the other version, mm-hmm. the unrequited love, the women will always get over the guy that she was falling in love with. But then yes. the guy mm-hmm. realizes that she he's losing like not a woman that he could fall in love with, mm-hmm. but a convenient friend who would bend over backwards to do anything for him. So he realizes he's about to lose her because she's finally getting over him yes. and living her life and being the queen that she deserves to be. Mm-hmm. And then he decides to come back and he's just like, mm-hmm. I'm getting all these feelings and I miss you and yeah. you need to come back to me. It's Why? So I, there's, a, like, there's a psychological thing about it, but I think I was listening to a podcast where these girls got the actual author of the writer and the author of, like, he's not just, he's just not that into you in Sex in the City. Okay. And he was just like, guys will string you along because you continue to be an option to them. And the moment that you're no longer an option to them, then they will see your value once you're no longer in their life and they'll try to get you back. In real life, you should never give that person that power. That power. But obviously for like TV and whatever, whatnot, like sometimes it's nice to see that happen. So in the movie, he's just not that into you. At the end of the movie, this girl, she's pining after this guy. He was like in love with Scarlett Johansson, of course, fucking Scarlett Johansson. And he can never get Scarlett Johansson. And then finally, he just kind of settles for her. But in the book, yeah. in the book, she doesn't go back into his arms and hugs him and like they're a happy couple. She goes like, fuck you, I'm gonna live my life. I'm out. You, I didn't want to do this. Which is, yeah, which is the healthier thing to do. Right, and so it's just like, he wrote a realistic actual version of what would happen in the book, but in TV for the reason for of Hollywood and everything like that, that unrequited love will be responded back with love, yeah. which is not true, which will not happen. No, and I totally why, agree with you. And that's what, that's why we have other episodes where mm-hmm. we talk about why can't we have unhappy endings? Why yes. can't we have realistic personalities? Because at mm-hmm. the end of the day, what you're going to do is create media that perpetuates that. These are the ideas that are going to happen. So little mm-hmm. girls watching rom-coms for the first time, mm-hmm. little boys who be like, Oh, oh helpless romantic ass. Yeah. Just like, it was just like, Oh, this is normal then. Mm-hmm. So I just have to like, wait until he comes back to me well, and it's I'm a Snow White thing, right? That's a whole I want thing. I want Grim Brothers. I'm dark on the inside. I want <laughs> I want horror because at the end of the day when you can get past the horror, mm-hmm. it's lovely. Well, I think that's also like operating through life. I think that's why people love like horrors and slasher movies because that's like that's what it's like operating through life. You're constantly experiencing anxiety at every yeah. at every turn. And then at the end of the movie, you finally get a reprieve. That's like you getting through your it's, anxiety. Um, and then rom-coms come in and they're just like, here, you're going to end up with this. You know what I like? Horror movies are just self-help movies. I, yes, they are. <laughs> um, and that's why I love them so much. I need a lot of self-help. And so what I love is um, there's actually this movie that the trailer came out for. It was like a Freaky Friday romantic slasher movie. 
where this girl switches bodies with like a serial killer and he goes around killing people. I will watch the shit out of that. Right? I thought you would love it. So it's like actually something where I it's feel like, like um the like, chick the like the the fuck what okay. Adam Sandler has this one friend he puts in all of his movies. If you've okay. seen Fifty First Dates. Uh Drew not Drew Barrymore, not the girl, the guy, like her his Hawaiian friend in the movie. Like I don't remember what his name is. Oh, it's like somebody from SNL, probably. It's like no, David, no, no. David, what's his name? No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, anyway, um, he's in the movie called The Chick, and he yeah. he switches body with uh, Rachel McAdams, and she's a mean girl. Oh, what's that movie? Oh, my gosh. Oh, 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 Rob, Schne- Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider. That's Rob it, Schneider. that's it, that's it, that's it. Rob Schneider does the best funny rom-coms. I'm sorry, those are actual comedies, yeah. and they're, like, kind of romantic, and they're hilarious. Can, can we also talk about rom-coms that never didn't age well? shallow how oh yeah oh god the problems so fucking problematic so i have a lot of problems when there's like any sort of like body dysmorphia or if there's like oh like oh he he would never go for a girl who looked like that the way that like the way that they characterize her as if also like Bigger girls are ugly and un- yeah. and undesirable is totally yeah, unacceptable. They didn't even give her like a like women like plus size women. That's mm-hmm. what they, they're just plus size. Mm-hmm. Like have gorgeous faces. You think all that baby fat in your face makes mm-hmm. you unappealing? No, you look so young. You look like you snort from the fountain of youth. Okay, no, no, no. But they also look like Renaissance paintings. Yeah, women with curves are are well fed and very rich like yeah. that's 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 where that's that comes from all it is. they're the models of fertility yeah. okay so shallow hell in all of its garbage glory mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. aged terribly yeah and i'm and and it's just like low-hanging fruit yeah low-hanging fruit but it's also like it would be one thing if if hal his mm-hmm. character hal was the only person who was coming off as shallow like yeah. and his douchey friends like sure all the guy in all of their main like yeah. male fort hormones are pieces of shit and mm-hmm. low low scum mm-hmm. but it was also her family it's the way her family treated her that upset me the most yeah because they didn't it, there was no affection and if you see rom-coms like penelope right oh yeah um with um what's his name that other guy, the other British guy, um, uh, John McAvoy, John, John McAvoy, and um, I think that's his name. What's her name? Her name, uh, oh shit, Chris, not Christina, not Applegate, but Christina Richie. Yes, yes, that's her right. name. Yeah, yeah, Christina yeah. Richie. Yeah. So that entire movie, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like there was like that weird romance, and there was like the plot line with mm-hmm. the money, and like my daughter needs to be loved. But yeah. at the end of the day, it came down to Catherine O'Hara had to love her goddamn daughter. Yeah. Right. I so, actually rewatched that movie recently. It's I so good. It. I love like, it. and and it's just like, why do it's evil the way that they portray like if there's something wrong with you mm-hmm. every single person in your life mm-hmm. except your nanny who gave you love or some other side character yeah. that has always given you affection mm-hmm. is going to hate the way you look i agree with and that. that's not true i agree with that. the world is full of kinks you are so you, oh, you're somebody's kink yeah you are the my mother listens to this <laughs> whatever like you're the your face for somebody is the last place to think about before mm. they go to bed mm. right and that's something that they like i feel like needs to be told to other people because you start watching all these movies and that's yeah. all you learn it's just like i i do i do disagree with the fact that you have these 
beautiful, gorgeous 20-year-olds playing teenagers, I do disagree with that. Oh. One of the only, like, it's not a rom-com, it's like a slice of life one, but what I really liked was Eighth Grade, which was done by Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham is the king of all things realistic. Come I on, come love on. Him. I love His him. millennial I love him. ass is yeah. truth. Yes. Come on. So I just like that was a really good depiction of what it's like to be young and like none of the the actors were their age and everything like that and I really appreciated that. Even um, you know that's a different topic, right? Right. Oh shit. Okay. Well. Anyways, I liked it, but um, <laughs> or or like sometimes what I don't like is when something's not doesn't have romantic comedy in it and they try to throw in romance and then to try and grab. Do you have like, an example? Star Wars. <laughs> all that rogue kissing Leia you slut I'm gonna be honest I rewatched all those movies and all I could think of all I could think of was like these are a bunch of nerds who haven't touched a woman in like years and they're trying to talk about touching women and I'm just like stop it like Han Solo is one of the most okay we're gonna get flag it's Han come Han, on I'm sorry yeah. Han Solo bothered me and how misogynistic the way that he kind of talked. I'm a man with a gun with Chewbacca. Come on. (laughs) And it was just like, and him trying to like kind of romance her. And and then like, at first, Carrie was like not, like Leia, like was not taking in any of it. Do you know what I mean? Carrie Fisher, God bless her soul, queen. um, Yes. Was her, 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 her personality in real life Mm -hmm. was such a badass. Like this one, I I love this story. One of her friends was, because, because the Hollywood is fucked up mm-hmm. and there's so much sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Um, one of her friends was assaulted or propositioned or something vulgar happened. Yeah. And Carrie's just like, okay. So she she mailed some animal appendage to the producer. Yeah. And she says that you do that again, it's not going to be the animal. It's going to be you. So she was hard ass as fuck and i love love it i love her yeah but like i just i hate it i hate it how for the whole movie she's like no like no i'm not gonna fall for this shit like i'm not gonna fall for your very lame attempts at romance where are your priorities currently there is a death star destroying worlds and you want to get into my my toga like why yeah stop it yeah and so i i hated that i hated the insertion of romance into that i think it could have gone without it I think they they could have done the whole movie without it, but I knew that they were trying to appeal to women. But you, but we, but we just discussed this in a different episode. Mm-hmm. It's sex, violence, and money. Sex, violence, That's and what's, money. So it's 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 like it, it's like the it's a, a prospect of like sexual cameos, violent yes. cameos. Like mm-hmm. they, we need one element. We need some part of a James Bay movie, and we yeah. need some part of a Sophie Quinzuela book, <laughs> we and then the, we need, we need the lens glare. Yeah, and then we need a little bit of Wall, Wolves of Wall Street to make this a successful oh movie. Oh my gosh, it's such a good movie. Yeah, <sighs> rom coms suck. Okay, fine, you can hate them. I don't care. I'm still gonna watch one. We're when entitled I get to our tonight. different opinions. Yeah. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna definitely watch one tonight. When I'm feeling really low and mm-hmm. I'm beginning to hate myself, I yeah. watch a rom com to make me feel better because I'm just like I'm better than these people. There you go. <laughs> There's always an upside to rom coms, but like, yeah. To be honest, it's like I think it's probably the one genre that I really, really love. Like, you know what I did actually really like, and I, it, it didn't really end with like a romantic romantic ending but it kind of did was uh Miss Congeniality. oh that was excellent come on i know that was I not just... a rom-com that was a com-com it was a, it's a cop-com it was a cop-com yeah fair enough fair enough but there's a little bit of romance i was dashed in there and i did quite yeah like but it, it came in the way of like 
uh, idle flirtation yes. instead of straight like like dry humping. Yes. Like it, my my favorite line is you you really like, like me. me. You, you wanna hug. You wanna <laughs> hug me. You wanna kiss me. Don't get us copyrighted. <laughs> um, like legit. Totally. Legit. No, that was uh, apparently when I was really young. My parents were my parents and my sister were watching it, and yeah. like I was really young, where my words did not reach the congeniality level but i walked into the room and i'm like hey you guys are watching miss congeniality and everybody started giggling and i didn't understand why it's just like 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 you were three you shouldn't have known what that word was okay cool sandra bullock sandra bullock i would say that she's probably one of my favorite actresses to watch like in all of the different she has the greatest depth like it's amazing she embodies the character she plays which is awesome to see and i think okay so what would you say is your top rom-com that like maybe one of your guilty pleasures my big fat greek wedding totes my goats yeah um sorry i just looked out my window and i thought i saw a mole like a mole anyway okay um that's cute yeah and but um, not good no um my big fat greek wedding for mm-hmm. sure because i love the the authentic element yes the the true traditions they described nice. and and the nice version of them working together like a couple that's fallen in love and working mm-hmm. together in the form mm-hmm. of adversary which was just like you're not greek you need to be greek yeah um and to overcome that together and everybody being okay with their own pain we did see the pain we saw the heartfelt conversations mm-hmm. between parents in their bedroom yeah when everybody's gone to bed and that's when you like you lay out your soul the yes. most like you see those elements mm-hmm. of true life in those movies Mm -hmm. so i'm just like that's definitely one of my favorite rom-coms okay your least favorite that like you see the title and you cringe and you're like i can't believe this is still i gotta think about this so you should go what's your favorite my absolute favorite that i will rewatch and rewatch and rewatch is um it's the kate hudson matthew mcconaughey one i can't forget if it's how to lose a guy in 10 days or if it's the other one uh the other one where he has to move out. Maybe that's Jennifer Lopez. No, but he's asked to move Mom's, out. Yeah. That's how to lose your guy in 10 days. He's 30 year olds, live with his parents. His parents hire Kate Hudson to. No, no, that's another one. That's the other one that they, oh. they did two in the same year with each other that Why? were very similar in concepts. I'm pretty sure. Because the other one was. So, how to lose a, te- a guy in 10 days? He was also like a advertising guy. You're not talking about fool's gold was fool's gold how did i even know that i i hate myself a but little bit for knowing that but they also did that movie together anyways i'm gonna say how to get a, how how to get rid of how to how to lose a guy in 10 days, days. Yeah. i'm gonna say how to lose a guy in 10 days or just maybe made in manhattan which was jennifer lopez and matthew mcconaughey which was another she was she was or no, no it no, wasn't liam matthew neeson. Mon- yeah. liam neeson sorry it, it liam wasn't neeson. liam neeson either yes it was no it wasn't what's his name i'm gonna look it up because it's none of those people but it's oh, fuck. and it's tyler posey who is from teen wolf <laughs> <laughs> who's the kid yeah <laughs> but it's made in, made in manhattan i love that movie i will rewatch it no wedding planner is the one it's that has- voldemort Oh no way, it's Ian what's his face? It's um oh god, what's his name? Hold on. It's Ian Ian something. It's not Ian. It's uh Don't fuck with dun, it. Dun, 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 internet function. Ralph Fiennes. Oh yes, that's him. Okay. It's Voldemort. It's Voldemort. So I like Made in Manhattan and How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Those are my like absolute, absolute. What's favorites. your worst one? 
It's one that makes me cringe. Mm, that one's just a, that one's a, uh, actually it's, uh, I don't like it. And one that you brought up was, um, the Freddie Mercury, or not the Freddie Mercury, Freddie Prince Jr. Jr. one. Where she's all that? Yeah, she's all that. The one where he makes up, like, um, what's her face? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. girl. I don't actually like that movie that much. It's actually one that does make me cringe. It's awful. But I like this spoof that was made off of it that oh, yeah. had Chris Evans in it. Oh, not another teen movie. Not another teen movie. Why do I know this? I will watch that one forever. Yeah. I will watch um, that. Because no, I love Chris Evans. Um, I, oh God, I had two Sorry. for my worst movie. Shit. It was definitely Shallow Hell, mostly yeah. because everything it, is wrong everything with it. Everything is, is wrong with it. It's yeah. not a good rom-com. I just thought of one and I completely skipped my head because you just said, Freddie Prince Jr. and I was just like, oh. You thought of it Scooby Doo. It wasn't Scooby Doo. <laughs> Scooby Doo is infinite. <laughs> Scooby Doo is forever. Scooby Doo is like Shrek. Like yes. it's forever. Shrek is a very good rom com. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's an animated. I don't, I don't count that. I okay, want to talk fair. about like like actual live action. People? Yeah. Okay. Um, was it rom com? Was it made two thousands nineteen ninety? It was definitely two thousand. Okay. It's. Probably something I stopped watching while it was playing oh, because shit. it was awful. That's bad. And it's not, she's not that into, oh, it might be Bridget, Bridget Jones' diary. No, we didn't even touch on that one. No fucking way. No, I don't think I like the characters. I'm sorry. Like, it's not one of my top ones. It's not down there, but it's, like, probably a good, like, seven it's my mom's, like, it's one of my mom's favorites. Like, she will be upset here. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Nina's mom. But well, I'm entitled to my opinions. That's fine. No, no, no. You completely, you are completely valid in your yeah. disliking of these. Also, you said you didn't like rom-coms. So, like, I don't. Makes sense. No, no, no. But that's one of, like, the top rom-coms. See, I, I will also I know, rewatch that Christmas. So, there, so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I know a rom-com I would watch because yes. I would watch it again. Yes. But I know a rom-com that I would hate because I'll only watch it once. That's fair. Um, and British on Dining, I'm pretty sure I had to watch it um, in segments oh. because I was so unconvinced by the characters oh, that I would fair. just be like, no, I'm done. And then I'll watch another like five minutes. I'm like, I can't tolerate mm-hmm. her whininess. And and it's not, and That's it's fair. not, and, and honestly, like I have nothing against. I don't watch it for her. I watch it for Colin first. See, isn't that a problem that you only watch it for like one half of the cast? There's something wrong with the storyline or oh. how the characters were portrayed oh, that definitely. you were just like, oh, I'm only rooting for this one person. But like late 90s, early 2000s, Colin Firth and all of his glory of being like that's He's still hot. I, I love on. him. I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him as an actor. I just, I, what is it? Uh, uh, what is it? What's that movie? What a Girl Wants? Oh my God. <laughs> Can we can we take a moment of silence of the queen Amanda Bynes was before she, rise and fall. before before she definitely had some mental health issues oh and she had to go through a roller coaster of healing recovery and now I think she is in a stable relationship and with a different completely different career because yes. I feel like I think she was just jaded by all of Hollywood and probably was forced to do a lot of drugs. Uh, I think there was a lot of uh, child actor syndrome or whatever they call it. Where oh, yeah. You, like, she did not age out very well. No. I think her last known movie was Hairspray. No, Hairspray came out before Easy A. Hairspray came out before Easy A. Are you mm-hmm. sure? Yeah, because Easy A came out closer to when I was in college. Um, no, Hairspray came out when I was still in high school. Yeah. And Easy A came out closer to when I was in college. Okay. And um, 
when Hairspray was filming, I was in Toronto. Okay, okay. That's the only reason why I know. Yeah. He was so close to me. (laughs) Penny Pingleton. I, I used to be obsessed with Amanda. Sorry, quick, quick side quest. I used to be obsessed with Amanda Bynes. Mm-hmm. I used to watch her since she was uh, a child actor on um, all that. Mm-hmm. And I loved her. I did really, truly love her. So to, I think it's, what was it? Like moments before, like it dropped on Twitter. And I was like, that's when I was active on Twitter. So mm-hmm. I actually saw the like disarray of her falling yeah, apart yeah. on like live. Um, I had recently had just like searched up, so I was like, I haven't watched a movie with Amanda Bynes in it yeah. in a really long time, and she'd been quite prominent within the movies up oh, until yeah. like yeah, yeah. 2011. She like Shia LaBeouf, same sitch. Like yeah. they used to poster trials for certain things, but I yeah. feel like that was too much fucking pressure that eventually they just like cracked. Yeah, and it's it's just like the the needing to be relevant within Hollywood. Yeah, is you, so hard. Yeah. And, 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 like, look at, Ma- like, a Macaulay Culkin, right? Like, things like that. Like, he's only become better and more relevant now that he's sobered up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah Like, yeah. now you've seen YouTube videos and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But he will only ever be remembered as the homo Kevin McClain, yeah. 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 Which is so sad. Also, that's so Kevin sad. Kevin yeah. That's all you will ever be known for is being a cute child, and you obviously aged out of that. It's the same thing, like, with the girl who played Matilda, who's, like, a very prominent spokesperson now. Yes. Um, but she went through hell. Also, Danny DeVito, God mm-hmm. bless you, sir, because mm-hmm. her mom was suffering through cancer on during the produ- like the production of that film, Matilda, oh, no as a young kid. It was crazy. Oh. Um, but Danny DeVito was just like, I'm going to direct this, and I'm going to literally make sure that you're okay, kid. Yeah. And at the, yeah. Danny DeVito's good people. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. Um, side quest ended. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we, went, we went on a little tangent of all the, just, we should talk about that. We can add that to our list if you yeah. want to. Maybe. Lost, welcome welcome lost to the pin, pin ha- actors. pinball table that is this podcast. Um, where are you going to land? We don't even know. I have no clue. No. So I, we really hope that you like the segment, um, the media that built me. Um, part one. Part one. <laughs> part one. Um, and hopefully we'll get more ideas and maybe we'll continue this. If you guys really like it. Uh, we'd love to hear down in the comments below, or even if you guys want to tell us, um, a media that really changed your life, how you feel about yeah. rom-coms. We'd love to hear that in our DMs. So the best way to find us is at the uh, on Instagram at the House That Built Me podcast, um, where we want to hear really fun stories about your rom com experiences. Deb. Yeah, tell me that time where you convinced your mom to take you to like a PG fifteen movie, but like you looked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For totally, I wanted like that was one rogue tit in the movie. Oh, yeah. That's what it was, um, and it was a rom com, and uh, you you go there. Oh, oh, it was never been kissed. Ooh. It's a good one. Um, and you went to the theaters, and your mom's like, it, it, "This seems fine. It looks Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. She was an ET. It's totally okay." Mm-hmm. Um, there was no rogue tits, but they did talk about some re- like stuff in there. But uh, tell me about that your first rom com. Tell me about your first theater rom com when you were too young to see it, and tell me what you learned, or if you built an infatuation for this boy named Jeremy because the main actor's <sighs> name was Jeremy. So you said, "I have to date a Jeremy." That's what I want to know. That's definitely happened. Okay. Sometimes it's the name. Sometimes you want to find the person it's to just fill a, a name. Fucking name. Yeah. Right? All right, guys. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye.